Welcome to 22 Days of Philema. Do what thou wilt shall be the whole of the law. My name is Douglas Lang, and this podcast is brought to you by the administrators of the Alabama Philemic Magic Study Group on Facebook. Follow me as we reflect on the 22 days between the vernal equinox and the three days of the writing of Liber L. Legis, the Book of the Law. Observing the Philemic Holy Season, March 20th through April 10th, can act as a kind of self-initiation, as it is a 22-day meditation on the Atu of the Thoth Tarot Deck and readings from the Holy Books of Thelema. We will be meditating on the Atu, also known as the Keys or Trumps, of the Thoth Tarot while reading chapters from certain Thelemic Holy Books that correspond to those cards. Greetings on the Feast of the Vernal Equinox and Happy New Year, Analegus the Hermit of Hierophant, which is represented in Roman, Roman numerals with a capital V and lowercase i, x, as in the title of this episode. This is the second night of the Thelemic Holy Season, and it has one or two assigned to it, but two chapters from two different holy books. I have a third piece that I will read from, in addition, which is an additional book by Crowley. That's going to be a surprise later. The two assigned to tonight's work is the universe, number 21 in Roman numerals. If you have the Thoth deck and you have this card, look at it while listening to the two traditional chapters that correspond to the card. If you have any trump number 21, that will suffice as well. Failing that, just trance out while listening to these two chapters. We're going to keep it easy. Where most keys or twos have one magical property assigned to them, the universe has two. Most of them, most often, they are either a planet or an element. The universe has both. These are Saturn and, by extrapolation, the element of Earth. The first chapter corresponds to Saturn, and the second chapter corresponds to Earth. The first reading comes from Liber 7, Chapter 2, which corresponds to Saturn. And the second reading comes from Liber 65, Chapter 1, which corresponds to Earth. The third reading is going to be a surprise. And with that, tonight's first reading begins with Chapter 2 of Liber 7. O my God, use thou me again alway, forever, forever. That which came fire from thee cometh water from, from me. Let therefore thy spirit lay hold on me, so that my, so that my right hand loose the lightning. Traveling through space, I saw the onrush of two galaxies, budding each other and goring like bulls upon earth. I was afraid. Thus they ceased to fight and turned upon me, and I was sorely crushed, untorn. I had rather have been trampled by the world elephant. O my God, thou art my little pet tortoise, yet thou sustainest the world elephant. I creep under thy carapace like a lover into the bed of his beautiful. beautiful. I creep in and sit in thine heart, as cubby and cozy as may be. Thou shelterest me, that I hear not the trumpeting of that world elephant. Thou art not worth an obol in the agora, yet thou art not to be bought at the ransom of the whole universe. Thou art like a beautiful Nubian slave, leaning her naked purple against the green pillars of marble that are above the bath. Wine jeps from her black nipples, I drink 
wine a while agone in the house of Pertinax. The cupboy favored me and gave me the right sweet chien. There was a Doric boy, skilled in feats of strength, an athlete. The full moon fled away angrily down the rack. Ah, but we laughed. I was pernicious drunk. Oh my God, yet Pertinax brought me to the bridal. I had a crown of thorns for all my dower. Thou art like a goat's horn from Astor, O thou God of mine. Gnarled and crooked and devilish strong, colder than all the ice of all the glaciers of the naked mountain, was the wine it poured for me. A wild country and a waning moon, clouds scudding over the sky, a circuit of pines and of tall yews beyond, thou in the midst. O all ye toads and cats, rejoice, ye slimy things, come hither. Dance, dance to the Lord our God. He is he, he is he, he is he. Why should I go on? Why? Why? Comes the sudden cackle of a million imps of hell, and the laughter runs. But sickens not the universe, but shakes not the stars. God, how I love thee. I am walking in an an asylum. All the men and women about me are insane. Oh, madness, madness, madness. Desirable art thou, but I love thee, O God. These men and women rave and howl. They froth out folly. I begin to be afraid. I have no check. I am alone. 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 Think, O God, how I am happy in thy love. O marble pan, O false leering face. I love thy dark kisses, bloody and stinking. O marble pan, thy kisses are like sunlight on the blue Aegean. Their blood is the blood of the sunset over Athens. Their stink is like a garden of roses of Macedonia. I dreamt of sunset and roses and vines. Thou wast there, O my God. Thou didst habit thyself as an Athenian courtesan, and I loved thee. Thou art no dream, O thou too beautiful alike for sleep and waking. I disperse the insane folk of the earth. I walk alone with my little puppets in the garden. I am gargantuan great. Yon galaxy is but the smoke ring of mine incense. Burn thou strange herbs, O God. Brew me a magic liquor, boys with your ge- boys with your glances. The very soul is str- is drunken. Thou art drunken, O my God, upon my kisses. The universe reels. Thou hast looked upon it twice, and all is done. Come, O my God, and let us embrace lazily, hungrily, ardently, patiently. So will I. So will I work. There shall be an end. O God, O God, I am a fool to love thee. Thou art cruel, thou withholdest thyself. Come to me now, I love thee, I love thee. O my darling, my darling, kiss me, kiss me. Ah, but again, sleep take me, death take me. This life is too full, it pains, it slays, it suffices. Let me go back into the world. Yea, back into the world. Yeah, that was a lot. <clears throat> As I mentioned earlier, chapter 1 of Libra 65 corresponds to the element of Earth. You'll notice that in every holy book of Thelema, from here on out, the ending of a chapter has a curious repetition at the end of it. The first chapter of Libra 65 has the same curious repetition at the end of the first verse, which is a very long verse, as verses go. But I have a theory as to why this is, and with that, let's get into it. I am the heart, and the snake is entwined about the invisible core of the mind. Rise, O my snake, it is now as the hour of the hooded and holy ineffable flower. 
Rise, O oh my snake, into brilliance of bloom, on the corpse of Osiris afloat in the tomb. O oh, heart of my mother, my sister, mine own, thou art given to Nile, to the terror typhoon. Ah, me, but the glory of ravening storm and swaths thee in rhapsody and frenzy of form. Be still, O oh, my soul, that the spell may dissolve. As the wands are upraised, then the eons revolve. Behold, O oh, my beauty, how joyous the art, O oh, snake that caresses the crown of mine heart. Behold, we are one. And the tempest of years goes down to the dusk, and the beetle appears. O oh, beetle, the drone of thy dolorous note, be ever the trance for this tremulous throat. I await the awaking, the summons on high, from the Lord Adonai. From the Lord Adonai. Adonai spake unto V, 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 saying, There must ever be division in the word, for the colors are many, but the light is one. Therefore thou writest that which is of mother of emerald, and of lapis lazuli, and of turquoise, and of alexandrite. Another writeth words of topaz, and of deep amethyst, and of gray sapphire, and of deep sapphire with the tinges of blood. Therefore do ye fret yourselves because of this. Be not contented with the image. I, who am the image of an image, say this. Debate not of the image, saying, Beyond, beyond, one mounteth unto the crown by the moon, and by the sun, and by the arrow, and by the foundation, and by the dark home of the stars from the black earth. Not otherwise may ye reach unto the smooth point. Nor is it fitting for the carpet to prate of the royal matter. O cobbler, mend me the shoe that I may walk. O king, if I be thy son, let us speak of the embassy to the king thy brother. Then was there silence. Speech had done with us a while. There is a light so strenuous that it is not perceived as light. Wolfsbane is not so sharp as steel, yet it pierceth the body more subtly. Even as evil kisses corrupt the blood, so do my words devour the spirit of man. I breathe, and there is infinite dis-ease in the spirit. As an acid eats into steel, as a, cancer that, as a cancer that utterly corrupts the body, so am I unto the spirit of man. I shall not rest until I have dissolved it all. So also the light that is absorbed, one absorbs little and is called white and glistening, one absorbs all and is called black. Therefore, O oh my darling, art thou black. O oh my beautiful, I have likened thee to a jet Nubian slave, a boy of melancholy eyes. O oh, the filthy one, the dog that cry against thee, because thou art my beloved. Happy are they that praise thee, for they see thee with mine eyes. Not aloud shall they praise thee, but in the night watch. One shall still close and grip thee with the secret grip. Another shall privily cast a crown of violets over thee. A third shall greatly dare and press mad lips to thine. Yea, the night shall cover all. The night shall cover all. Thou wast long seeking me. Thou didst run forward so fast that I was unable to come up with thee. O oh, thou darling fool, what bitterness thou didst crown thy days withal. I am, now I am with thee. I will never leave thy being. For I am the soft sinuous one entwined about the heart of gold. My head is jeweled with twelve stars. My, heart, my body is white as milk of the stars. It is bright with the blue of the abyss of stars invisible. I found that which could not be found. I have found a vessel of quicksilver. Thou shalt instruct thy servant in his ways. Thou shalt speak often with him. The scribe looketh upwards and crieth, Amen, thou hast spoken it, Lord God. Further Adonai spake unto V, 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 and said, Let us take our delight in the multitude of men. Let us shape unto ourselves a boat of mother of pearl, mother of pearl from them, that we may ride upon the river of Amaranth. Thou seest yon petal of Amaranth, Blown by the wind from the low sweet brows of Hathor, the magister saw it and rejoiced in the beauty of it. Listen, from a certain world came an infinite wail. That falling petal seemed to the little ones a wave to engulf their continent. So they will reproach thy servant, saying, Who hath set thee to save us? He will be sore distressed.
All they understand not that thou and I are fashioning a boat of mother of pearl. We will sail down the river of Amrit, even to the Ugros of Yama, where we may rejoice exceedingly. The joy of men shall be our silver gleam, their woe our blue gleam, all in the mother of pearl. The scribe was wroth thereat. He spake, O Adonai, my master, I have borne the inkhorn and the pen without pay, in order that I may search this river of Amrit and sail thereon as one of ye. This I demand for my fee, that I partake of the echo of your kisses. And immediately it was granted unto him. Nay, but not therewith was he content, but an infinite abasement unto shame did he strive, that a voice. Thou strivest ever, even in thy yielding thou strivest to yield, and lo, thou yieldest not. Go thou unto the outermost places, and subdue all things, subdue thy fear and thy disgust, then yield. There was a maiden that strayed among the corn and sighed, and grew new birth, a Narcissus, and therein she forgot her sighing and her loneliness, even instantly rode Hades heavily upon her and ravished her away. Then the scribe knew the Narcissus in his heart, but because it came not to his lips, therefore was he shamed and spake no more. Adonai spake yet again unto V, 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 and said, The earth is ripe for vintage. Let us eat of her grapes and be drunken thereon. And V, 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 V answered and said, O oh, my Lord, my dove, my excellent one, how shall this word seem unto the children of men? And he answered him, Not as thou canst see. It is certain that every letter of this cipher hath some value, but who shall determine the value? For it varieth ever, according to the subtlety of him that made it. And he answered him, Have I not the key thereof? I am clothed with the body of flesh. I am one with the eternal and omnipotent God. Then said Adonai, Thou hast the head of the hawk, and thy phallus is the phallus of a sar. Thou knowest the white, and thou, know, and thou knowest the black, and thou knowest that these are one. But why seekest thou the knowledge of their equivalents? And he said, Then my work may be right. And Adonai said, The strong brown reaper swept his swath and rejoiced. The wise man counted his muscles and pondered and understood not and was sad. Reap thou and rejoice. Then was the edit glad and lifted his arm. Lo, an earthquake and plague and terror on the earth, a casting down of them that sate in high, in high places, a famine upon the multitude. And the grape fell ripe and rich into his mouth, stained is the purple of thy mouth, O brilliant one, with the white glory of the lips of Adonai. The foam of the grape is like the storm upon the sea. The ships tremble and shudder, the shipmaster is afraid. That is thy drunkenness, O holy one. And the winds whirl away the soul of the scribe into the happy haven. O Lord God, let the haven be cast down by the fury of the storm. Let the foam of the grape tincture my soul with thy light. Bacchus grew old and was Salinus. Pan was ever pan forevermore, forever and evermore throughout the eons. Intoxicate the inmost, O my lover, not the outermost. So was it ever the same. I have aimed at the peeled wand of my God, and I have hit. Yea, I have hit. <clears throat> now, it is actually not cool or good manners to comment on Class A books and Thelema. We're supposed to let the language, the experience of listening or reading along or scrying into the two do its thing, as it were. But firewalk with me for a minute with me on this. The Kabbalah tells us that every part of a human soul 
has a corresponding element as well as a corresponding world. As the Kabbalistic theory goes, there are five parts of the soul and five parts of the body of God, as it were, five worlds that encapsulate deity. Make a change in one, and you end up making a change in its counterpart. The element of earth in, in the Kabbalah is associated with the world of mani manifestation. The material world and the part of the soul that corresponds to the material world is the animal soul. In Hebrew, the material world is called a saya, and the animal soul is called the nephesh. Now, stay with me. The heaviest part of the nephesh is called the guf, which translates as body. Nephesh and the guf share the same element, earth, and the same world, Asaya. Remember that double phrase at the end of the first verse? That, I believe, is the chapter reserved for the guf. Inside the chapter for Earth in Libra 65. Every part of the body, therefore every part of the body of God, is represented in Libra 65. I've never seen this particular idea mentioned anywhere in Thelemic circles, but Crowley's penchant for doubling up on phrases at the end of chapters in holy books only makes me scrutinize the end of the first verse of chapter 1 more. Maybe you have a different idea, but I like the idea that the end of the first verse corresponds to the goof, and I especially love it that it ends with the repetition of the phrase, from the Lord Adonai, from the Lord Adonai, which means even the most material, grossest parts of us have God in them. Anyway, so um, I promised you all a surprise reading of something, and um, that is going to be a little, a little context on uh, Saturn in Libra 7, which, again, you can't talk about holy books, so we're not going to do that. We're, gonna into, we're going to read Class B material from the Book of Thoth, and we're going to read about the universe. <clears throat> the first and foremost obvious characteristics of, of this card is that it comes at the end of all and is therefore the complement of the fool. It is, it is attributed to the letter Ta. The two cards together accordingly spell the word Eth, which means essence. All reality is consequently comprised in the series of which these two letters form the beginning and the end. The beginning was nothing, the end must therefore be also nothing, but nothing in its complete expansion. As previously explained, the number four rather than the number two was chosen as the basis of this expansion, partly, no doubt, for convenience to enlarge the, quote, universe of discourse, quote, partly to emphasize the idea of limitation. The letter Ta means the sign of the cross, that is, of extension. And this extension is symbolized as fourfold because of the convenience of constructing the re revolving symbol of Tetragrammaton. In the case of the number two, the only issue is the return of the unity or to the negative. 
No continuous process can be conveniently symbolized, but the number four lends itself not only to this rigid extension, the hard facts of nature, but also to the transcendence of space and time by continuously self-compensating change. The letter Tau is attributed to Saturn, the outermost and slowest of the seven sacred planets. Because of these dull, heavy qualities, the element of Earth was thrust upon the symbol. The original three elements, fire, air, water, suffice for primitive thought. Earth and spirit represent latter accretion. Neither is to be found in the original 22 paths of the Sefer Yetzirah. The world of Asaya, the material world, does not appear except as a pendant to the tree of life. In the same way, the element of spirit is attributed to the, ladder, to, to the letter Shin as an as an additional ornament, somewhat in the same way as Keter is said to be symbolized by the topmost point of the Yod of Tetragrammaton, it is constantly necessary to distinguish between the symbols of philosophical theory and those more elaborate symbols based upon which are necessary in practical work. Saturn and Earth have certain qualities in common, heaviness, coldness, dryness, immobility, dullness, and the like, yet Saturn it appears in Bina in respect of its blackness in the queen's scale, which is the scale of observed nature. But always, as soon as the end of a process is reached, it returns automatically to the beginning. In chemistry, it is the heaviest elements that are unable to, in terrestrial conditions to support the strain and the stress of their internal structure. Consequently, they radiate particles of the most tenuous character and the highest activity. In an essay written in, in Cefalu, Sicily, on the second law of thermodynamics, it was suggested that at the absolute zero of the air thermometer, an element heavier than uranium might exist of such a nature that it was capable of reconstituting the entire series of elements. It was a chemical interpretation of the equation zero equals two. It becomes then reasonable to argue from analogy that since the end must beget the beginning, the symbolism will follow. Hence, blackness is also attributed to the sun, according to a certain long-hidden tradition. One of the shocks for the candidates in the mysteries was the revelation Osiris is a black god. Saturn, therefore, is masculine. He is the old god, the god of fertility, the sun in the mouth, but equally the great sea, the great mother, and the letter Ta upon the tree of life appears as an emanation from the moon, yes, moon of Yesod, the foundation of the tree and representative of the reproductive process and of the equilibrium between change and stability, or rather, their identification. The influence of the path descends upon the earth, Malkut, the daughter. Here again appears the doctrine of setting the daughter upon the throne of the mother. In the card itself, there is consequently a glyph of the completion of the great work in its highest sense, exactly as the two of the fool symbolizes its beginning. The fool is a negative issuing into manifestation. The universe is that manifestation, its purpose accomplished, ready to return. The 20 cards that lie between these two exhibit the great work and its agents in various stages. The image of the universe in this sense is accordingly that of a maiden, the final letter of Tetragrammaton. In the present card, she is, representing as, she is represented as a dancing figure. In her hands, she manipulates the radiant spiral force, the active and passive, each possessing its dual polarity. Her dancing partner is shown as Haruraha of a 219, the sun, strength and sight, L light. These are for the servants of the star and the snake. 
This final form of the image of the magical formula of the god combines, the tra- combines and transforms so many symbols that description is difficult and would be nug- nugatory. Sure, I don't know if that's a word. Anyway, the proper method of study of this card, indeed of all, but of this especially, is long-continued meditation. The universe, so states the theme, is the celebration of the great work accomplished. In the corners of the card are the four cherubim showing the established universe, and about her is an eclipse composed, an ellipse composed, of 72 circles for the Queen Aries of the Zodiac, the Shemha Mafarash. In the center of the lower part of the card is represented the skeleton plan of the building of the House of Matter. It shows the 92 known chemical agents arranged according to their rank in the hierarchy. The design is due to the genius of the late J.W.N. Sullivan, see the basis of modern science. In the center, a wheel of light initiates the form of the tree of life showing, showing the ten principal bodies of the solar system. But this tree is not visible except to those of holy pure heart. Number one, the premium mobile, represented by Pluto. Compare the doctrine of the alpha particles of radium. Number two, the sphere of the zodiac or its fixed star is represented by Neptune. Number three, Saturn. In between three or four, one could even say pi, the abyss, this is represented by Herschel, the planet of disintegration and explosion. Herschel would eventually become Uranus. Four is Jupiter. Five, Mars. Six, the sun. Seven, Venus. Eight, Mercury. Nine, the moon. Ten, the earth. And the earth just comprises the four elements. All these symbols swim and dance in a complex but continuous ambiance of loops and whirls. The general color of the traditional card is subfuscious. It represents the confusion and darkness of the material world, but the new eon has brought fullness of light in the minutum mundum. Earth is no longer black or of mixed colors, but is pure bright green. Similarly, the indigo of Saturn is derived from the blue velvet of the midnight sky, and the maiden of the dance represents the issue from this. Yet through this to the eternal, this card is today as bright and glowing as any in the pack. And with that, I leave you to your reflections. Love is the law, love under will, Good night, and I hope you enjoyed yourself.